And good morning, everybody. Another edition of Morning Woodruff. I'm your host, Earl. This is Travis. Hey, folks. How are you doing today? All right. Doing very good. Coffee's good. I'm enjoying it. You know, uh, I got up this morning, and it was so cold. How cold was it? Oh, my goodness. How cold? <laughs> may, uh, no. Uh, it was so cold that the hookers in Vegas are wearing pasties just to keep warm. Bardunks. Thank you very much. So, yeah, it, it dropped uh, considerably overnight. It did. And it's... Uh, and it when you have one window on your car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your my, car. My, my window, crap, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that my, my window on my car hasn't worked in months, and I heard you were going to go get a new car. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah, my window doesn't work. I'm getting a new car. Uh, my window doesn't work. I didn't have brakes for seven years, and I was like, nah. You know, you just have to you just have to know that you're gonna stop. Like I have this like uh sixth sense now to win like I finally got the brakes fixed. But before I got the brakes fixed, I had to anticipate that we were going to be stopping. So I would start stepping on the brakes ahead of time. <laughs> so so you start hitting the brakes like about two minutes before your destination. Yes, exactly. It's like yeah, it's it's like uh they say a diesel truck needs three football fields to stop. And that's exactly what I would start stopping about three football fields because I was like, well, I know that there's a stoplight coming up soon, so I better start putting the brakes on now. Mm-hmm. So I did that for seven years, and so now I got my brakes fixed, and it will stop as soon as I put my foot on the pedal. So now I'm really short. You know, everybody behind me is like, "What the hell is wrong with this well, guy?" Just now yeah, yeah. It's like, look, I've been trying. I've been stopping this way for the last seven years, so it's really you know difficult. Hard habit to break. It is. It is. Uh, but it is, uh, it's uh, October 1st, and uh, that's a, it's a couple of things. Uh, this is what I like to call Halloween Eve. So uh, we like to prepare from, ho- from October 1st all the way through the month. I like to celebrate. Um, and then uh, I'll take the, the Halloween stuff down probably mid-November and put up the Christmas stuff. And then that stuff will stay up until about February. Yeah. And so, yes. And then the Halloween stuff goes back up. July 1st. Yes. <laughs> it's all about the uh, quality in this house. But it only goes up on the inside because I don't want the th- neighbors to think that I'm weird. Yeah. So it's just, you know, but only even if though, they come inside. If they come inside, they're going to know that I'm weird. But, right. Uh, but also, uh, October 1st, uh, it is uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, we kind of deal with this. Uh, it's the second year, uh, I guess, anniversary, you'd call it, of the uh, the October 1 shooting in LV. Anti-day. Uh, yes, uh, the, at the Route 91 Harvest mm-hmm. Festival, and uh, there was a guy, gunman, um, 32 on the 32nd floor of Mandalay Bay, and he opened fire on the crowd and killed 58 people, and it was, it was a pretty rough day for everybody. You know, where were you at that day? I was I was here, uh, but I was I was on online, and then all of a sudden, all these things started popping up. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And so I went to the live news and I saw what was happening. And I thought, you know, I was, uh, I just got home from work. But if I wasn't with my girlfriend at the time, like that festival would have been something that I would have gone to mm-hmm. because I'd been, I, I go, I, Big go to, I go to a lot of concerts and things like that. And I like different kinds of music and it had, uh, there was somebody. Oh, there was big somebody, and rich. Big and rich were there. Jason I, Aldean was the headliner. Yeah, I get to see him. I I like I I like a lot of different performers, and uh, that's that was that's a great way to see uh, different bands. You know what I mean? They'll come up in the park. That's how I saw Run DMC. 
oh, wow. uh, was at a big concert like that, and I got to see, nice. yeah, I got to see uh, Blink-182, Run DMC, things like that. So to see a bunch of different performers that mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally right. see. So yeah, I probably would have been there. And so when you start getting text messages, are you okay? You know, and then you start thinking, well, yeah, I'm fine. And then I'm like, you know what? I would have been there because mm-hmm. it's something I would have been into. Yep. So it, it is a, it, it is, it's, it's, it's a tragedy, you know, that nothing, nothing compares to this so far. No. Yeah. And, and you hate to say so Not far. as far as mass shootings yeah. go. And it happens so often now that it's, Ooh, yeah. But, uh, what about you? Um, I, oh, you were asleep. No, well, I was I was at work. I worked two eleven that day. I got home and I didn't go. I think you're on the computer, so I just went right to bed. And so I woke woke up the next morning. My phone there was like all these messengers that said, "Are you okay?" And I was like, "Oh man, everybody really cares about me." But the thing about you, though, is you really don't have a life, so of course you're fine. Yes. Yeah, you're like a veal. You know? You're raised in a box with no lights on. And so. So, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. And uh, so I uh, got on the computer, and I seen what happened, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, that's tough. Because yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. It's just... I was in Indianapolis visiting my uncle for his birthday, which is today. Happy birthday, Keith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Happy birthday, Keith. Uh, and, uh, I, I wrote a song for him. <laughs> this is your birthday song. It's not very long. Yeah, exactly. All right, so it's birthday. Yeah, yeah so I, I was uh, sleeping on the couch, and he had charged his phone, but he left the volume up. Oh. So good. the phone rang, and so I don't, I don't remember what time it was, probably 2 or 3 Eastern, <clears throat> and uh, it was his daughter, and I was like, why is Jen calling at, you know, this late? You know, hope she's okay, but I didn't pick the phone up. Right. So I went laid back down, trying to get back to sleep, rang again, her again. Because she's called twice. This yeah. is important. Right. So I picked the phone up, and uh, she told me what had happened. Of course, she was just learning details, so she told me there were gunmen everywhere, and they were in all the hotels, and, you know, that whole thing. So then I went on and looked on my phone to see what happened, and that's when I found out that you know, how many people had been killed and the, the gunman was dead and all that stuff. And, you know, yeah, I was pretty, I felt, I felt a little bit guilty yeah. not being here just because I could have definitely been at the show too. Yeah. Uh, but I felt, I just felt guilty because living here as long as I have. And uh, now that something like that happened, I was just, I remember I texted everybody on my team from work and made sure they were cool. And it was just a weird, weird Situation and the whole thing for me too with this is that nothing has been found out. Like nobody knows why he did it. Nobody, nothing. I mean, nothing. Yeah. Every other mass shooter, you find out that they, you know, PTSD, they stuff just, like that. Well, not even that. They they hate this person. Don't like this person. Their their life stinks. Yeah, this guy's a ghost. You find out, but he wiped all of his hard drives. He, this was so far planned out. I mean, considering all the rifles he had upstairs, he sent his girlfriend to the Philippines. Um, He was, uh, but that they found no reason why he did it is pretty stunning to me. You know, that's what sets this one apart from all the others, in my opinion. Makes it far worse. Yeah. Not that knowing why they did it helps, but it certainly gives you some sort of, uh, not understanding, but. But an insight to why. Insight, there's a better word. Uh. 
inside of why. And you're like, okay, okay, okay. You know, it's not that it makes sense, but I think yeah, it never, never makes sense. But no. It's, so that's what's really strange about yeah. this one. But it's, it's uh, you know, certainly feel for the people that went through it because I cannot imagine what it's like to hear boom, boom, boom. And you have no idea where it's coming from. You don't know what to do. You just know that you need to run. That chaos, you know. Yeah, you have no idea where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's why the reports were like, there's multiple gunmen because mm-hmm. you have no idea, you yep. know, what, where's it coming from? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And, and not everybody got shot. You yeah. People get hit by cars. People got crushed. People, you yeah, know, mass yeah. hysteria. There was, yeah, it was four hundred twenty people got, four hundred twenty-two people got uh, wounded, uh, where fifty-eight people got killed, but eight hundred fifty-one people. So that means everybody was just trampling over mm-hmm. each other to, to get out of there. Yep. Which is, you know, that's what I would be doing. You know. Oh, I mean, well, of course. You start running. I mean, just because you don't, and... you know, if you if you have no idea where it's coming from, nope. you're just you're you know you're just running. Exactly. But you, the a lot of people, uh, heroes. You know, the the mm. guy, one guy. Uh, there was a guy that I worked with. I think I was this guy. Anyway, so he he was down by the. He was driving uh, Uber. And people were just running, and he was like, "Get in the car, get in the car!" And he was taking people to the hospital. Wow! And like, and they were like, "He's like, I'll be right back." And he was like, "He, he had the, he had a, like a little like a Toyota, you know." So he's driving three people to the hospital, drop them off, come back, pick them up, drive. He was driving groups of three people back and forth to the hospital. That's fantastic. To you know and. So it's really, you know, it's those little things, you know, because how, how else are you going to get 400 people to the hospital, you know, or yeah. 800 people, yeah. 850 people. Exactly. So, yeah. It's... Yeah, Keith's uh, former stepdaughter was a nurse, and she was, I didn't really think she should send photos of what the hospital looked like, yeah. but there was blood everywhere. Yeah. And she was kind of making the point of, wow, yeah, you know, look, look at, this is just one small hospital yeah yeah yeah, it was really horrible my uh my fireman buddy uh he was he wasn't on call for that uh emergency but he was like he was willing he wanted to go down there and help out and of course yeah that's really yeah it brings the community together too you know it does and for some and and it was i was really happy to see because growing up here vegas was always a city of transplants yeah and it's much more of a an actual community now because you have so many people that were born here. Because when I went to school, everybody was from somewhere else. Right. And now I meet more and more people that were born here, raised here. So it, it matters to them now because this is their home. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like yeah. There's more born and raised here now than there was ever. When yeah. We first oh, moved yeah. Here. I was about to say. Uh, we lived here since '97, and I feel that we're natives. Yeah, it's well, like yeah, I've been mean, here long years. Enough. You yeah. know, that's uh, well, that's, that's how you know you've been in Vegas too long. Is that when you have 114 degree summer, and you're like, you know what, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it wasn't it was a great summer? <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I I saw people post stuff on Facebook going, oh, I'm so glad it's getting cool now. I'm like, 
I didn't think it was really that hot. It wasn't that bad. It was like I remember one But it was year. a lot better for you this year. Oh, it was so much better for me this year. <laughs> That's why you were so much cooler. Oh, after losing weight. Normally I'm, you know, sweating <laughs> like a rapist, you know? And like now I'm just like, oh god, it's so much cooler. I remember one year, what was it? Must have been like two thousand and seven, two thousand eight, where it July was like one seventeen for an entire month. Yeah, it was so it's hot. Funny you mentioned that. Because I w- it was 2005. Oh, it was? That was another really hot month, oh. year. It might have been both, but I was in construction at that time. And uh, I worked in the office, though, thank God. Right, right. I did estimating and stuff. But it was 121 degrees, like three or four or five days in a row. Yeah. And the whole, but the whole month was over 115, 160. That's when, even if you've lived here for 30 years... You're still like, ooh, that's yeah, that's, that's, hot. that's hot. hot. Like yeah. that's one ten, one twelve. It doesn't. That doesn't really bother me. Yeah. It's hot, but I know how to handle that. Yeah. It's the one twenty over one twenty. It's like I'm not going outside. Yeah, like you're sweating inside with the AC on seventy. Yeah, that's that's when I got my first <laughs> cell phone. Is because uh, there was cars just catching fire in the parking lot for like no reason. And I was like, spontaneous I, combustion. Yeah. I'm like, I live in a place where. Cars catch fire because of the temperature outside. I'm getting a phone. And so that was my reason for it. That's what well, I Well, you know. Yeah, why not? It's time. Right, exactly. Like, they talked about how global global warming is happening. I was like, well, it's it was kind of re- relatively cold this summer, so I don't know global warming is taking a backseat or... Ask the dinosaurs. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of the dinosaurs, in two days, that asteroid... Is that when it's supposed been, to hit? Well, you, well or are they... it's going to go by. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but I haven't heard anything. I keep hoping yeah. it's going to hit, because I got some credit cards I don't want to pay off. <laughs> well, um, yeah, the reason why they haven't said anything is because of Bruce Willis and um, Owen Wilson preventing the uh, asteroid from hitting the Earth. Oh, they well, did. The more you know. Yes. Mm. Well, you, I, I, uh, I said, ask the dinosaurs, and you said it's funny, and I thought you were going to say, oh, did you hear about the Jurassic Park news? No, <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Lord Dern, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill, the original stars from Jurassic Park, are coming back for part three of Jurassic World. Okay, so we talked about Jurassic, didn't we talk about that? We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Weren't they talking? Or was that already in the works, the third one? The, the third one. Because we were talking about Bryce. Whatever, yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah we were talking about them. But yeah, the Lord Dern and Jeff Goldblum, that just came out last week. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Are you guys happy with that? Yeah, it's good. It's, it's <clears> cool <throat> to see the guys from the uh, from the original movie in these new new movies. I mean, right. the, I think it'd be neat. So you're now, are these new ones? Are they just reboots of the old ones, or are these brand new stories? They're continuations. They're, yeah, but they're, it's it's. I mean, it's based after the asteroid. Just kidding. yeah, yeah. No, they're like well, uh, they like they take the the technology that the guy had to create the first one, and they're like, well, we're gonna make it better. And then when they and whenever somebody tries to make something better, they always create make it worse. Something. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So like the last movie, they took. Uh, they're like, well, we're trying to make these the park seem more uh, edgy. So we're going to combine the DNA of Tyrannosaurus Rex with the raptor, and then they came up with a dinosaur that was just like your worst nightmare yeah. coming together. And then the second one, they're like, oh, we're going to weaponize these animals and sell them as right. mass yeah. weapons of mass destruction. 
And then... No wonder you guys told me you didn't like, want to, like, to see any more of these come out. Yeah. You told me the first like, two and I had no interest whatsoever. And, and the one that just came out like two years ago, there's a volcano on the island that's about to rot and kill the dinosaurs. And I was like, yeah, but that happened in real life. We don't need to bring back the dinosaurs, but no, they're we, talking we about how they're endangered they had their species. Chance. And, they had their chance. They yeah. did. They did. You know, Volcano, that was a pretty good movie. The one yeah, that Tommy Lee came Jones. out of the L.A. L.A., yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a clever story idea, because imagine what that would do in yeah. any major city if all of a sudden a volcano started puffing up out of the street, and the next thing you know, it's freaking... When I was in school, I always wished something like that would happen. Oh, me you too. Know, just me so too. I could get out of school. Yeah. Like, can it happen in this classroom, please? Yeah, please, just right now. I, I don't need it to be big. I just want a little one just so I can get out of school. That's all. That's all I need. What else you got? Uh, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, from King from Peele. King Peele. Sure. He is talking about, well, he's not talking. He's signed on by Blumhouse to do a remake of Candyman. Okay. And he wants Tony Todd to come back as... Candyman. Candyman. It's a, it was a good movie. I mean, for as far as horror movies go, you know, you got this guy, he's got a hook for a hand, and he's got bees coming out of his mouth, and mm-hmm. you say his name three times in the mirror, which, anything like that, like Bloody Mary, like, that will scare the crap out of... A kid. Yeah. And it did me, Bloody Mary, yeah, I remember yeah. that. My dad went in the bathroom, because I, I told him about it. And my dad goes in the bathroom and he did the whole Bloody Mary thing. I'll yeah. never forget it. I'm in the bed. I'm sitting on his bed. I'm terrified. I'm like, my dad's yeah. going to get chopped up into pieces. And he's conjuring a demon. And I'm right petting now. my dog. And my dad goes in the bathroom and he's like, Bloody Mary 1. Bloody Mary 2. Set. Bloody hey. Mary. Set. Hey. 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 <laughs> but he did. He was like, Bloody Mary 1. Bloody Mary 2. Bloody Mary 3. Come on out, Bloody Mary. <laughs> like he, it, it was just, it was so great. And, and I immediately was like, it's not real. And I was fine. Yeah. Because my dad was tough enough to go in there and right, talk and do it, crap yeah. to her. And she didn't come out. Yeah. So I was safe. So and then he laid down in bed. She came out. It was like, ah! And then I went to the bathroom and my dad was dead. No. Yeah. That's uh, a great way. No. Uh, well, speaking of She Jordan came out Peele. of the mirror that was in the bedroom. <laughs> right, yeah, right, right. The <laughs> you were expecting it to be the bathroom mirror, the one that you did it in, but, but it actually came out of the reflection in my watch. <laughs> All of a sudden, <laughs> which that'd be pretty good, you know. Yeah, Candyman's good, and for they should do the same thing with Robert England. You know, he didn't want to be Freddy Krueger. He 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 wanted to be considered a regular actor. Mm. And all he was getting was Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, and then they did a remake of the uh, Phantom of the Opera, and he got to do that. But then mm. he wasn't getting shows like he was in Ford Fairlane, but he wasn't in too many more oh, movies. Dice Club. I, oh, yeah. I know that's I a really, great movie. How dare you, Brian? I didn't say anything. I just looked at you. Yeah, and you, that face. With a look that, that movie I saw was that stupid. Look like that movie was great. Well, I just watched that last week. <laughs> Love Ford Fairlane. It's good. It's all screwed up. Zuzu, my guitar. My hair. My, My hair. hair. Uh, anyway. So, uh, but he wanted to... Oh, yeah. He wanted to be considered a regular actor. Right, right. And uh, he wasn't getting any roles. And so now that he's older, he's going to Comic-Cons and he's dressing in Freddy Krueger makeup. And he's actually getting like, you know, $75, $100 a head for an autograph or for a picture mm-hmm. as Freddy Krueger. But uh, I think... 
At least you just bring him back for another. Okay. Yeah, season. he actually wants to do one more. Of course, yeah, so what I, I need to pay for my trailer. Well, that was, you know, it's funny because the, the whole typecast thing, we, you know, we see yeah, it in the TV yeah. shows, you know, guys, care, uh, actors, actresses would leave TV shows because they didn't want to only be that person. Yeah. Remembered as that person. Saw an interview with, um, I can't remember his name, but the guy that was the dad in Eight is Enough. Yeah. They asked him about that. They said, Dick Van Patten, was that his name? Yeah, was yeah, that yeah. His name? yeah. Dick Van Patten. Um, and uh, they asked him about that, and he'd start laughing. He goes, you know, never understood that. He goes, I'm okay with people thinking that about me. They come up to me, they say hi, they want to take a picture. Like, hey, if that's what I'm known for, then that's what I'm known for. I'm known for this famous show. I'm known for being a nice dad. Like, he didn't care. And I always thought the same thing. Like, hey, if you're an iconic character, a lot of actors would love to have the iconic character. And they've been in 20 movies, and none of them did crap, but they played 20 different characters. Yeah. Dick Van Patten didn't give a crap. He was like, I'm cool with this, you know? Yeah, and Tony I always thought that was interesting. <clears throat> Tony Todd would be a good, you know, he was Candyman before, so might as well. Oh yeah, be, you know, yeah. You, to bring that guy. You back. Can, it doesn't matter how old you are to become a, a scary guy. You yeah, know? I was about to say, what's Tony Todd doing right now? Washing cars. <laughs> I mean, well, he, the only other thing he was in was the Final Destination movies. No, he was in The Rock. Oh you yeah, remember? that's right. That was a great that movie. Was, I watched great. that last week. Or last week with mom too. I should have remembered that. You sure remember? You see that, buddy, Penny? Do you know how this shit works? Do you know how this shit works? Yeah. Maybe Nicolas Cage could be the next Bond. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I, my name is 007! <laughs> <laughs> it's Martini shaking not sir. I think Nicolas Cage could use the work, too. So. Oh, he, yeah, well... He's got, he's got a gambling problem. He's got yeah. some bills to pay. <laughs> That's why he does all those like restricted DVDs. Is that DVDs. how he lost all that money with yeah, gambling? Yeah, he's got a gambling problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, he should have left Las Vegas. You know, leaving uh, Las Vegas. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you sound like Travis. You sound like Travis. <laughs> I, uh, I, I sent Travis a, a joke. Uh, I go, hey, uh, I sent him in a text because I thought it was such a good joke that I needed to write it down. But all I had was Travis's like phone number, so I go. I want to buy a little pony, so I was gonna go to horses dot com, and instead I typed in horse dot com, and everybody from my work was on it. <laughs> Guys and girls. And my response was waka waka waka. Well, you know Jordan Peele, he's doing a lot of a lot of stuff. He's doing he wants to do the Candyman. Uh, I was reading where he wants to do a direct. Or he wants to he wants to direct a live action movie based on the nine, 90s cartoon Gargoyles. Sweet, you remember the, the Disney the, cartoon? Yeah, the Disney, yeah, the one that was on it was on Fox, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it came on. Wait, yeah, it was on Fox, and then Disney, um, the Disney Channel. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? It, yeah. Did, it did move to the Disney Channel, but. Um, it's what was important about that TV show is that it added a lot of diversity where uh, the main protagonist was a female, mm. which you didn't see a lot, but she was a female of color. She was Hispanic. Oh, okay. And so she was kind of like the go-to between these, during the day, these gargoyles, they, you know, sat on top of the buildings in New York. And then at night, 
they transformed and they were actual gargoyles. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like Batman. Yeah, they were almost. Batman, except they were monsters with. Wait, no, they were like Batman. Actually, at all. there to scare people. They were actually Batman. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, it's what Batman was trying to be. It's what Bruce Wayne wanted to be. It was the a scary person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, uh, they're bringing back uh, or Keith David, the Goliath. Yeah. He wants to be the voice. You would have back. to. That guy's got the best yeah. voice in the. Yeah, it's about it's, it's a very. It's a very particular voice. Well, so, he did like, Spawn. Yeah. HBO used to have a Spawn cartoon. Right, I've and, Spawn. And it wasn't, you know, where most superhero movies or cartoons are the hero doing stuff. Mm-hmm. This was basically a dude standing in an alley just talking about how, you know, life has screwed him over. But, I mean, you know, it was it was less action and more like... Story-driven. Yeah, it was very story-driven. But when it did get to action, it was crazy. Like it showed blood. Oh, uh, they would show like somebody would get hit with something, and you know if like if the chain hit somebody's skin or whatever, and it would show in slow motion. It would show like the wound open up, and like it was really graphic. And wow. I was like HBO man, they don't mess around. No. Yeah, it was filled with like f words and like ultra violence, and it was good. But the thing with uh, Keith David. Is that his voice is so unique? You have to cast him in that part, yeah, in the role. Because when you think of Darth Vader, you think of James Earl Jones. Definitely. When you think of Mustafi, you think of James Earl Jones. Yes. You, know? you cannot. It has to be. It has to be Keith David. It can't be somebody else. You know? Christopher Walken. Uh, but didn't somebody else walked around with Darth Vader though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a different actor. It was like a. You, the only six foot seven white guy David Prowse besides in the NBA yeah David Prowse played uh, Darth Vader but then he just walked around but he was he was an English dude and so it'd be like they they even yeah they even filmed scenes where he was like Obi-Wan we we meet so he talks in the movie but then they go yeah then they redubbed it they were like we need something better than this Luke, I am your father. Luke, I'm your no, father. Doesn't sound as good. I really You're a wanker. Yeah, really. Be. You're a wanker. I I'm really your father. I, am. <laughs> I really am your father. I do. <laughs> I'm not kidding around. I was there. Your mom, she was all like this, and I was like, "Hello there, girl." Like what if Austin Powers was a uh, Darth Vader? <laughs> Hello. Oh, behave! <laughs> yeah, fancy shag. Let me pull out my lightsaber. Zoom. Hey, hey, uh, hey! There you are. Do I know you? <laughs> no, but there you are. Oh. Would you like to see my Death Star? I'm gonna show you my Star Destroyer. That's right. Mm, Get spe- over here. Speaking of us. I got a couple of stormtroopers in the back. They're going to come over here, baby. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Star Wars, you hear the news that uh, Kevin Feige, the head He's going to play Mar- Austin Powers? No. no. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel, right. is going to develop a Star Wars new trilogy. Franchise. Yeah. Well, that's like, good. You know, uh, well, he's... He's a smart guy, you know. He's in a position where he has taken these. But what what drives the the Marvel thing that you know we talk about all the time is that this guy grew up reading these stories. He loved these stories, and then he takes the best parts of them and develops those into movies. Mm-hmm. And so with Star Wars, there was a lot of uh, books 
comic books, novels that were written based on these characters mm-hmm. that it doesn't really count. Uh, it's not canon in the Star Wars not anymore, mythos. Right? Yeah, not anymore. Right? Yeah, because before it was like right. George yeah. just had to prove all yeah. of them. Yes, and so now they can go back and take those stories. And what Kevin Feige might do yeah. is actually go into the Star Wars comics. Yeah, where because they have a lot of untapped. Yeah, and they might actually go through and make that a reality and mm. Star Wars fans are pretty excited about oh, it. Oh, I'm sure you yeah, are. Yeah, I was about to say, Kevin Feige has a really good track record because he's made 22 movies and none of them have been bombed. Yeah, I mean, not, the, not the really. The Incredible Hulk, but that's about it. Yeah. Was it, that the first one where he's like jumping through the Grand Canyon? Th- no, no that, that's just, that was just the That Hulk. was Ang Lee's The Hulk and that movie, it was filmed, the the. Like like a comic book where it turns in the panels and stuff like that. It was, I had no problem with the direction of the movie, but I had a problem with that you have a movie called The Hulk, and it takes an hour before he turns. Like you have to watch an hour of movie before the Hulk shows up, and yeah, in the in the, in the Incredible Hulk. With Ed Norton, twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. You like you usually like, they they put a slow burn on on the Hulk movies, and you like you got to wait to see some Hulk action, and it's that's so that's what makes it with with the Avengers that came out the first Avengers movie that they had, you had to wait to see the Hulk. It was a slow burn, but it was worth it. Yeah, and especially at the end when you finally get the the Hulk turning, like you see a transformation, and it happens in seconds. And it's one of the most enjoyable parts of the movie, which it's an enjoyable movie. Because I know when I hear real Americans start to play, I want to see the Hulk immediately. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to wait an hour. That would be so funny if, if in the Ed Norton movie you hear, <laughs> I am a it's, well, it's, the, it's, the, it's the slow version. Do you remember that? It's like, I am a real American. Fight for the rights of Fight. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, um yeah, that's the longest you want to wait to see Hulk. Yeah. But definitely. um but the, Todd McFarlane wants to make a spawn movie. Uh like they made one back in ninety seven, but they want to remake Spawn. But Todd McFarlane says he wants to do a movie like Jaws, where the hero only shows up at certain times. And I'm thinking this is going to be the most boring comic book movie ever. <laughs> so it's going to be based on a character that you hardly ever saw. And just because Jaws was successful, I don't think the comic book version of Jaws would be successful. So no. Unless it was Saturday Night Live. Then it would be funny. Uh, Land Shark. I mean, no, no. Uh, special Delivery. It's flying. No, you're that shark, aren't you? No, no. Candy Graham. No, it's Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, and then she opens the door and the shark eats her. And it's... You know what I mean? That shark. Did you guys ever watch any of those Sharknado movies with uh, the guy from Nine Hundred Two One? Ian Ziring. I saw. Uh, yeah, Ian Ziring. Okay, Ian yeah. Ziring. Yeah, me and uh, mom watched the entire marathon. All three. All, yeah. Yeah. Well, all four of them before Jeez. the fifth one came. Were you out. smoking weed? No, mom wanted to see him. Mama smoking weed. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Mom, she mom, got some Colombian hash in. Mom <laughs> is a big weed smoker. Tropic Thunder. Yeah, really well, yeah. I'm kidding. If yeah. anybody from Walmart is listening to this, I don't think anyone thinks your okay. mom smokes weed. Uh, okay, I mean, Especially if you met her, you know her. Yeah, yeah. you got to know that she's got like, shrooms. One shot, yeah, one shot, and mom's done. That's right. Like, oh, yeah. uh, it would be, it would for, be for a couple, a couple of years ago, for a, the one of the our Halloween parties, 
she uh, did a shot of uh, what was that? Cotton candy flavored. Um, yeah, vodka. Vodka, and she was done. Well, okay. also, I got these. Uh, I had yeah, these cherries bargain. that were dipped in uh, moonshine, mm-hmm. and she started eating these cherries, and like she started handing them out to people, and then she had to sit down because she was smashed. <laughs> she had had a shot of cotton candy vodka, and then like a dozen of these cherries, uh, that were in. The, you know, yeah. What do you think of the Sharknado movies? Uh, they were, they were. It's like funny, the John Wick movies. But, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Yeah, uh, they were. Well, don't tell him that. I know, yeah, I, know I know, I know. Yeah. they're the greatest. I know. They were both funny and painful to watch because, like, I love no, I'm not kidding. John Wick. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a John Wick on you and crush your <laughs> learning so with the book. Yes, go um, ahead. That'd be cool. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, not for like, you. I love bad movies because, like, Zora the Gay Blade is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. No, but you said bad movies. Those are great movies. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. But uh, Sharknado is just so horrible. And then they have uh, one that just came out called uh, Zombie Tile Wave. It was Ian, uh, Ian Zeering. Or wait, how do you say Ian Zeering. Irene. 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 Ian. Ian Zeering. Okay. I only because yeah. I've heard him say okay. and they introduced him as that. So yeah, they uh, they have a movie. I don't care called, what you call it. It's called Zombie Tidal Wave. Zombie. It's like there's a, there's like an earthquake Did underwater. You see Zombie Beaver. There is a Zombie Beaver movie. <laughs> <laughs> they just build dams and rivers. <laughs> it's yeah. called Moose Jaws. Um, it's like Jaws but with a moose. <laughs> but uh, there's like an underground earthquake and it. Cracked up in the ocean in these zombies. Oh, uh, so it's totally realistic. It's it based on a true story. These <laughs> dead bodies float up on the water, and yeah. It's... I I listened before I th- the second or third shark. I don't know how many sharknadoes there've been, but before one six. of the several, there's been six. Mm-hmm. I was thinking four max. But... Right? Yeah. I, I had okay. No idea. So this was like the third or fourth one. And they were interviewing him on sports radio, and. Uh, he was talking about it. He's like, you know, when Sharknado first came across my desk, I was like, when guys that don't act yeah. are never in any shows say stuff like that. I'm like, how much? How many scripts are really coming across your desk, bro? Yeah, like that came and you're like, well, I haven't worked in five years. This should be good. His desk is a TV tray in his living room. <laughs> he's like, what's this? Although I'll say this, that he's probably still getting paid from the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, I, that's one of those shows you do. You're done. Well, yeah, you really you don't retire. You they gotta... just rebooted those. No, I know them. they did. Yeah. I know. And uh, and even what's his face, uh, Brandon from the show. I can't think of his name. But Jason Priestley. Yeah, him. Yeah. He's he's the same way. He'll say, "Oh, it came across my desk." I'm like, "Dude, you're not in anything." Yeah, you're That's not. That's not yeah. a T movie. You're not like, doing anything. But oh. he talks like he's this. Yeah, he thinks he's Tom Hanks. Well, yeah, he was in Tombstone. Yes, and and he's no the only remembers. actor that no one remembered that was in Tombstone. And he showed because everyone remembers Val Kilmer. All they she but. he showed up for like two minutes, and they're like, "Oh, starring Jason Priestley is like he's not even in the he movie." He gets killed. Yeah, he's or, one of the guys. Or like I was watching a promo for he's Tombstone. guy number two. I was yeah. watching a promo on Fox when they were. Um, it was going to be the debut of Tombstone. This is back in ninety five, ninety six. And I remember the Fox preview, and they go, starring Billy Bob Thornton. And this is right after Sling Blade came out. <laughs> I was like, Billy Bob Thornton was in the movie like a minute, tops. But it's a great minute because he gets treated like a bitch by Kurt yeah, Russell. Sure <laughs> He's like, yeah. Speaking of westerns, have you guys seen Godless? No. On Netflix. Jeff Daniels 
is in it. And it was, I think it was a couple of years ago. Right. I just watched it. If you like westerns, it's worth seeing him primarily because you remember him as uh, Lloyd or Harry from Dumb and Dumber. Right. In the bathroom In the bathroom scene. scene, which is still one of the funniest scenes of all time. It's a great scene. Especially someone who doesn't like toilet humor. No! It's hysterical. And But then you see him in Godless. Let's just say he doesn't act like Harry. No. He is awful. But he never... It, it's you guys really should see it. He's it, a good actor. He, he, he is, good. and man, I gained a lot of respect for him just from watching that series. It's like seven episodes, really, really good. Just talking about westerns. He had a show on HBO that uh, my sister always wanted to watch. News Room. Yeah, was it News Room? I think. Yeah, he was in News Room. Yeah. Okay, I think so. Yeah, so uh, but my sister it's used to watch it. She's like, you got to see this show, and I'm like, I'm too cheap to pay for HBO. So, well, also, I think he was, was like worded too smart, like the dialogue in the show. No, I don't mind watching shows that are too smart. I'm a huge fan of 90210. Yeah, I love comic like, books. What do you mean? I will not watch Big Bang Theory, though. I, Big Bang Theory, I, I feel it, it's making fun of nerds. You know what I mean? Nerd culture. Yeah, like it's, yeah, because I don't think people really sit around and talk about how much they love physics. No, like no. come on. Yeah, like we're nerdy really? and we don't talk about any of that crap. Like we will. Okay, so they'll have a debate who would win in a fight or in a race between Superman and Flash. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. but but that show makes fun of us. I think I, <laughs> think, I like the. I think physics teachers just talk about physics and they don't talk about anything else. Because that's that's the only. I think physics teachers are only talking about physics when they're in the classroom because they went to school for six years and. And then the rest of the time they're talking about uh, prostitutes. That's exactly what physics. Well, I read that uh, a lot of teachers are going on like sugar daddy websites uh, because they need to supplement their income. To buy school supplies. So they could get through school. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Su- su- supplemental income? Su- eat that outside. Yeah. <laughs> remember Kingpin? Kingpin. Boy, I remember the movie, but I don't remember. Oh. There's a scene where Bill Murray and uh, Woody Harrelson, yeah. They're, uh, they're, Bill Murray is explaining that you need to have supplemental income as a bowler. And he's talking about you have to uh, hustle people in you know, bowling. Right, you right, know. right. And Woody Harrelson is eating what it looks like. Graham cracker cereal. Yeah. It's very sloppy. He's eating the cereal. And uh, Bill Murray says, you need to have supplemental income. And Woody Harrelson takes a bite of cereal. Is <laughs> supplemental income. And the cereal is like coming out of his mouth and into his bowl. And Bill Murray looks at him and goes, eat that outside. <laughs> like, don't even be in the same room with yeah, him while you're eating. I think that's where Bill Murray also looks at this girl. And he's like, hi, how you doing? And this girl's like, hi. He goes, no, not you. <laughs> like, like this girl is too ugly he's like move and the girl like he sees the girl he's like hi like he just said hi to her it's Bill Murray's great but um also um you can um uh, stop your um subscription to Netflix no right you, after I watch this Jeff Daniel thing you can uh you can stop doing your uh anti Sony because Sony and Marvel are as one again Spider-Man's coming yes. back. Thank yes. God. I mean, I'm still going to hate on Sony, but I will watch these movies. I will totally watch those movies. Yeah, this came together pretty... F- yeah. But yeah. you guys thought it well, might come together. Sony got... Uh, hey. 
Hi, how you doing? Or, yeah. And you've been single for like a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Low, low leg rubbing uh, yet. This, I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm feeling it. Yet. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. Don't worry. By the time this is over, we'll be cuddling. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I'm kind of a bigger spoon guy. And, and like, yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm a big spoon man is what I am. Yes. HJ, $5. That's BJ, right. BJ, $10. ZJ, $20. What's a ZJ? Hey, if you got to ask, you hand for your pal. Okay. Anyway, so... Uh, so Spider Man is back in the, but it did it did happen fast because uh, Sony got over one million. They probably got more than that, but like in a day, they got one million boycott Sony uh, emails. Ah, and they were like, "Well, this looks bad for business." So mm-hmm. they did find a partnership. Uh, I think Disney wanted a fifty fifty split, and they settled they settled for, for a twenty five. Yeah, 25 split. But Disney's going to be giving... Uh, they're going to be producing most of it, but they get the uh, the licensing. Oh, okay. And then Sony gets the distribution. Mm. So... Gotcha. Uh, what it means is that both of them are going to get truckloads of money just because this character that Stan Lee and Steve Ditko created mm. 50 years ago. So... Interesting. It is. So you guys are excited. So it now... Does the Sony and Disney thing mean that there's going to be more Spider-Man? Is yes, that, yes. This is literally just because of Spider-Man. It's just yes. Spider-Man. Yeah. But the Spider-Man movies weren't good, right? Yes. Wasn't they're that... awesome. They're the 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 last two Spider-Man movies that you like. Oh, yes. they're they're my favorite ones. Okay, so you're cool with it go as long as there's no more Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. As that I, one, yeah. And that one guy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man, yeah. is out, and uh, Tom Holland is back in, and, and Tom Holland is. He's he's the best. He's the best Spider-Man. But also, uh, it's what Sony wants to do is they want to incorporate their Venom movie franchise uh, that came out with the Venom movie with Tom Hardy or Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah. And they'd like to bring Tom Holland over into the Venom movies, and so they might be doing that, uh, which is fine as long as he's available for these Avengers movies also. So. Yeah, because it, uh, the last two movies of Spider-Man has really set up him as the next Iron Man. Spider-Man's the next Iron Man. Well, I'm, well, they're that's they're how they refer in. to him. Like, yeah. uh, the like in the in the new movie, they have a deleted scene where uh, these he he shows up and he stops these guys from robbing a, a restaurant or something like that. And then the cops show up, they go, are you the new Iron Man? And he goes, how can I do that job when I'm too busy doing yours? You know? uh, so they and kind so of, they kind of like say that he's the next but is Iron he, Man. But does he become the, the Iron, no. Iron Man in the comic no, books? No, no, no. You guys okay with that if that happened? Or are he's, you guys just joking? He's like, not going to be happened. Iron Man. He, oh, they just, okay. yeah. just mean yeah. the protector of New yeah. York City. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Peter Parker <laughs> doesn't suddenly get rich and take over for Tony Stark. No, no, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like his costume was designed by Tony Stark, right? In the movie, uh, so okay. it's like it's, all, it's gotcha. like a Makes sense. gizmos and yeah, gotcha he's got gadgets on. on like webs suit. come out of his wrist. Just exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, he's got like a drone. The spider on his chest becomes a drone, and uh, like it can hover and like, hey, check this out for me. Like an insect that'll fly up. Oh, and, okay. yeah, it, it, it's neat armor. Yeah, he has a thing. Uh, his eyes. Have uh, because uh, he explains that because he used to wear Peter Parker used to wear glasses, and so Spider Man's uh, eyes can move because they're lenses that have been uh, everything is hyper extended, 
And so he's like, he has to wear these goggles because uh, it is senses are freaking out okay and so they explain that in the movies that the the goggles can move and oh, okay gotcha so gotcha. <clears throat> he's, right. he's got neat gadgets on his, yeah, on his outfit yeah so uh speaking about uh comics um new york times is um they're gonna bring back graphic novels into the bestsellers full so that's gonna be now the list they, yeah, now list. they can they can start putting graphic novels in best bestseller list. Well, that's and, how you know nerd culture has really hit the climax because you know instead of like Tom Clancy and John Grisham are going to be you know now you're going to have you know Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons for The Watchmen and uh, Greg Capullo and uh, uh, Jeff Loeb. Yeah, Jeff Loeb and Mark Wade, and you're going to have these guys and probably even you know books books that haven't. That, that are not new releases mm-hmm. will probably go back to the top of the New York Times bestseller list just because so many people are picking up these books that uh, have been around for a while. You know, The Watchmen is over 20 years old and people, you know, there's a new HBO series about it. What 20, takes, shit, more yeah, like 30. Probably 30, 35. Uh, so younger readers are now going to pick this book up and that mm-hmm. might shoot that to the top of the bestseller list. So right. now you're going to have a book that's 35 years old and it's now like Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings went to the bestseller list when the movies came out. Right. So. No, that makes sense. That'll be interesting. Those. But I think that because New York Times didn't want to be, they want to be taken seriously so you're not going to have, you know, Batman, The Long Halloween be your number one book. Yeah. So. I mean, you could maybe even have a separate, well, you can't really have a separate list, but, you know, being on the New York Times bestseller list, that's a pretty long list, too. It's not It is, it is. Like, top five or top Mick ten. Mick Foley's got a number one book. He's got a three mm-hmm. uh, New York Times bestselling books. Yeah. Yeah. No, and really uh, did, you, did you see the interview that he had? He was talking about Steve Austin was probably, like, one of his main people that got his book... Over, yeah, yeah, because he was telling these stories, and uh, in the locker room, he started re- they mm-hmm. they want to have a ghostwriter, and he was like, "No, I think I can do it pretty much." So he goes, "Let me just write you, uh, let me give you a, a co- you know, a, right, 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 you know, a preview, like a sample." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he was writing the book, and then uh, like X Pac and some other guys came over and started listening to to Mick telling him what he wrote. And then, uh, so like, cold. Steve Austin walked over, and he was listening to he it. Goes, hey, you got any more of that stuff I can read? <clears throat> yeah, he goes, I'm watching Steve Austin up in first class laughing at, at the stuff that I wrote. And he goes, I knew I'd had a pretty good thing there. And uh, he tells a story where Steve Austin, Mick Foley, and Diamond Dallas Page were going... Walked into a bar? They were all going on the road together. Oh. And so... Uh, they they're driving and Steve goes, yeah man my wife you know on this trip she wants me to uh, she told me she wanted me to bring back some antiques and uh, and Foley goes what'd you tell her he goes well, hell I picked up Dallas at the airport what more do you want <laughs> and because Dallas was really uh, he was touchy about his age oh because he got into it so late yeah, you know he was about to say, he didn't start getting up until he was like 35 36 well, right. he started as a manager yeah yeah he was a manager first yeah because he was really good friends with all these guys mm-hmm. he he had ran a, a nightclub right and he was big friends with these guys yep. but he wanted to get into wrestling but 
these guys were all in their 20s where he was in his 30s. And then by the time they got it big, he was in his 40s. And these guys were only in their 30s. So, yeah, he was touchy about it. They always oh, yeah. made fun of him. And uh, one night, they uh, they were all staying in the same room to save money. And I think Mick had some cookies. And, like, Steve went in and he was just trying to drive Dallas nuts. So he took all the towels in the bathroom and got them wet and took them all out. And DDP took his shower. And when he came out, there was no towels. And then he, like, he's still kind of wet. And he goes to lay down in bed. And Austin had taken the cookies and crumbled them up in his bed. So when he jumped into bed, he was covered in cookie crumbs. And he was still wet from the shower. So he's just, cookies are stuck to him. And he goes... He goes, so he gets up and he's cussing and he's swearing and he's trying to brush the crumbs out and he's laying in bed. He goes, and it's complete darkness and you hear Dallas go in a totally defeated voice. Guys, I think tomorrow I'm going to get my own room. <laughs> and so, so he didn't, yeah, he didn't bunk with anybody else the rest yeah, of the trip. Yeah, I don't blame him. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's really funny. That was good stuff. DDP. Life on the road. But that just goes to show you that it doesn't matter how old you are to get your start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing something you love to do. That's right. Yes. You know? Sometimes you you get out of a... The same for me. Yeah, right? You know, you you get out of a relationship and you feel like you got paroled. Or you, you know, or you you might go to a job where you you left because you hated it and now you're going back and it feels comfortable. You know, you you Mm -hmm. know you can pick up where you left off. Yep. So. Definitely. Uh, This is a hell of a segue here. um, Go ahead. We're good at that. Make it happen. So to You're go from Diamond Dallas Page to... <laughs> to digging for diamonds in no, the desert. That's right. That's right. No, um... <laughs> you can so always go It's to. now... Yeah. If anybody can pull it off, oh, Travis. It's Travis. Yeah. Travis can pull anything. When it comes to masturbation, yeah, Travis I, can pull I it can off. I can pull anything. I can that's turn right. it into masturbation. I'm like, I'll be at my grandmother's funeral. And then I'll... Never mind. Um... <clears throat> oh, yeah. He went there, folks. That's right. <laughs> he did. So, uh, Even if we didn't want him to. He did. He hasn't recorded anything yet, but they're going to do an option on Alexa, Alexa at the Amazon Prime, sure. where you can use Samuel L. Jackson's voice as Alexa. It's interesting. You know, uh, you you get yelled at all day long by your boss or maybe your, you know, your, your wife or whatever, and then you come home and Samuel L. Jackson, like, how do I get to the movies? Go take a left! You know, and then right. you fill it in with Mother Effer every 10 seconds. But maybe this. That would be funny. It'd be I, fun. I get it. For the I, first 10 know, minutes. Yeah, yeah like, and then it'd be like, okay, oh, like, so I just want somebody to be nice to me. You can't play some jazz music. Go to the effing concert all <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what if they had like two settings? Like you could have like vulgar, like not vulgar or extra vulgar, you know, and then it's just. Yeah. I don't know. But would it work for other, you know, like Alexa? Did we talk about that? Like, other people doing Alexa's voice? Well, would you want, like, a, a sexy woman voice to be... Kathleen Turner. Hey, yeah. Travis. Hey. Hi, Travis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey. That, that is seriously one of the sexy Right? Voices. I want Caitlyn Jenner to be Alexa. Hey, everybody. Come over here. That's right. 
You know, you ever see me throw a discus? Oh, I can kick ass at that. That's right. You should see me with it handle a javelin. <laughs> yeah, baby. Watch me handle this javelin. <laughs> they put me on the Wheaties box, but I'll tell you right I now. I also like pole vaulting. Snap, crackle, pop. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's just me having sex, right? Surprisingly, Caitlin Turner sounds like my uncle, Wendell. <laughs> I know. I was in Mexicali this one time, and there was this girl down there. And I was like, haven't I seen you someplace before? And she said, yeah, my name's Caitlyn Jenner. And I said, well, that's <laughs> nice to meet you. And I got to tell you, you know, you were talking about pole vaulting, and I could tell you're carrying a pole vault in your shorts right now. <laughs> Alexa, how do you get to Tijuana? Well, let me tell you, what you're going to have to do is... Uh, Alexa have a- and Uncle Lindell's voice... Would be pretty funny. It would be the best. It would. I would actually pay for that. Because I was literally thinking about the pig going down the street. We're waiting for it to bleed out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. There. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Alexa, how can I talk my wife into a three-way? Well, here's what you do. You get some Bombay gin, right? <laughs> and what I like to do is I like to put the olives... In the gin, that way they're kind of marinating, see, and then that way you don't have to worry about getting any of that sloppy, like you know, uh, olive juice in your martini, right? You get more martini for your dollar, and uh, really, and in this frugal economy, you really want to do do that. Uh, but no, so what you, you do? Get more martini. You get more martini, all right. Alexa, how do I avoid paying child support? It's real easy. What you do is, uh, all you have to do, see, is uh, you take some pictures of her with another guy while you guys are swinging, right? And then you just submit those to your lawyer and say, look, not my kid. And then refuse a blood test because... Uh, You've got the video. I got photos to prove it, so I don't need to prove shit. All I have to do is give you my photos. That's fantastic. That's right. Alexa, what do I have to do if I'm skydiving? Okay, well, skydiving, what you'll do, see, is you'll forget that, right? And you'll just be drinking so many martinis that you don't have to worry about getting in an airplane. Because you're flying high enough, you know what I'm saying? We got a pound of this uh, Peruvian hash, okay? And uh, it was called Bombay, which I thought meant the gin, but it turns out it was just called Bombay. And so we're smoking this hash and drinking martinis, all right? And uh, I don't even remember where the story was going, but we didn't go skydiving that day. Uh, so what else? Uh, um, I'm dry. What else? You dry, dry as martini, I would say. That's uh-huh. right. You know, let me tell you a quick story. I was at this bar one time, and uh, there was this lady uh, down at the end of the bar, and uh, she said, Hey, beer tender, uh, give me another uh, uh, triple martini and uh, and put a, put a pickle in it. And, uh, and so he goes down there and takes care of her. And then she goes, a beer tender, I need another dribble martini. And this time, you got to put two pickles in it because I'm getting heartburn. And uh, the bartender says, look, lady, it's not beer tender, it's bartender, okay? And it's not a martini. It's not a martini, it's a martini, okay? And it's not a pickle, it's an olive. And one more thing, sweetheart, you don't have heartburn. Uh, your left tit is in the ashtray. So... <laughs> That's uh, that's a true story, and that's how I met my wife. So I just want to let you know that it's love at first sight. 
So it's always great to see Uncle Lindell. Of course, of course. And so speaking of The Rock, we talked about The Rock earlier. Yeah, it's The Rock. He's going to be on SmackDown Friday. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. WWE debuts. That, you saw that's, that. I know. That's, that's great to hear because he hasn't been on TV for like two or three years. Yeah. Is and he going to wrestle or is he just going to I think talk? he's just going to show up. They might... St- I don't... Here's the thing is that Vince, I think he wants to always have like a rock, Brock match at WrestleMania. Because the two biggest stars, arguably, because you got the rock, biggest action star right now <laughs> and then you Hulk got Brock Lesnar Hulk Hogan is the biggest star <laughs> well at never, the, at, never forget no holds I know except right now I'm just kidding so no you got part. Rock biggest action star right now you got Brock Lesnar who's got a crossover mass appeal yeah for, and he's line. gonna beat Kofi yeah. Kingston yeah. oh yeah yeah. I hope so yeah <laughs> if I hope so anybody remembers he decimated Kofi Kingston at Beast in the East a couple of years ago. Yes. On the WWE Network. You we just need that? the bet. No, we okay. just need the belt to come okay. with Kofi. Okay. <laughs> I want Brock to win. And it makes sense for Fox to put the belt on Brock. Or for Brock to have the belt on SmackDown. Yeah. So, if anyone wants done. coffee, the coffee's finished. Um, I'm excited about SmackDown on Fox. I, yeah. I think that's going to be a... Uh, that's a big move. Yeah, they actually have a really good, pretty decent card for the show because you got Brock, Kofi Kingston, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon, a ladder match. Shane McMahon. I, I wish he would fall off a ladder and into oblivion and we Kevin Owens would do that. Kevin Owens would be my new favorite wrestler Seriously, in the world. I'm <laughs> so done with Shane McMahon. He, it's for a guy that wrestles as much as he does yeah. and licks the, does the exact same moves every single time. Doesn't even look like... He does the crazy spots, which is fine. Right. You know, he's a tough dude. I'm not going to take that away from him. I wouldn't jump off the hell in a cell. When yeah. he did it like, the table. first time, it was cool. But then after he does it all the time, you're like, oh. Yeah, it just he's... Like Jeff Hardy, you're like, come on, dance monkey. Yeah, it's like he does that coast and coast every monkey. match. <laughs> yeah, Shane McMahon needs to go. I, I hope Kevin, McM- Kevin McMahon. Kevin Owens <laughs> throws him through the ring, and he just disappears forever, and we never see him again. On on the shows, yeah, yeah, no problem with Shane McMahon personally. The person, I just, just, I just think they need to stop with the family, corporate. We're the family, and we. I, I yeah, feel that's, like that story played, played out, and it was played out a decade ago. Yes, yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing about it. You know, it was played out more than who hit Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then turned out it was Rikishi, and they moved Michael Cole and and yeah, Corey Card to Grace. SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, and they you moved because Vic Joseph's the, fine. <laughs> they moved her off the commentary. Oh, yeah, which that's awesome! Is all that mattered. Yeah. They, I read uh, the website I write for. We they mentioned they said, "Oh, Renee's expanding her role. She's going to have her own show." I'm like, as long as they took the, the headphones off yeah. her, I'm cool. Yeah, because she's fine doing interviews at the table. I think she does a great job. Commentary was not her thing. Yeah, and it is no disrespect to Renee. She she's just not good at it. It just wasn't very yeah. good, in my opinion. It's going to be on a Where I think separate, like Beth like Phoenix Fox. and Lita were amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be on uh, Fox Sports News, or Fox FS1. Mm-hmm. On FS1? Uh, the, the Renee, I know what FS1 The Renee show is. Oh, thank God. Okay, no, I don't have to worry about seeing it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But, but SmackDown is going to be on Fox. Five, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. it's on Fox. Fox, Fox. That's good. That is good. Yeah. I'm, I, are you going to watch AEW Wednesday? Oh, I don't know. I was, you need I, to I, I because you need to tell me how it goes because I don't have cable yet. 
I need to know. I, I have to watch it just because Pentagon. I like Pentagon so much. Oh, after I know, bro, I know. After we the, we just the, got uh, done seeing that Pentagon. Right. He was amazing. And his brother Phoenix, who's so amazing good. too. Great Phoenix, yeah. We'll post the video of Pentagon on yeah. uh, the Walker. Facebook page yeah. with the kid. If nobody's seen it, it's pretty cool. You saw? Oh it yeah, yeah, morning. I saw that. Was really yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's gaining some steam. A yeah. lot of steam. Yeah, yeah. One of the. Uh, the fans who likes to stand in front of people because she thinks she's special she's in the front <laughs> row uh, posted it and she had like 34,000 views on yeah. that video which was pretty amazing that's good pretty amazing but anyway uh, speaking of people that look like the Joker because <laughs> she wears a lot of makeup Ouch. she does wear a lot of makeup but she yeah. does look like the Joker yeah um, the Joker. Yeah, Walking Phoenix, the Friday. Joker movie. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Director. I've never been more excited for a DC movie ever. I know, and I know you are. Well, and when they first announced it, I I was like, do we really need a Joker movie? And I was like, and I wasn't sure. You know, you'd heard so many stories about Walking Phoenix being so weird lately. Which, and then when you saw the first preview, you're like, "That is why. That is why they picked him for the Joker. This movie looks incredible." It's it and, and they're they're already they're telling people that you more need coffee, to sir. Oh, I'll take some more coffee. Thank you. Morning, Woodrow. Okay. There you go. Coffee for you, sir. They're okay. saying on the table. Yeah, you, you clearly have never been a waiter. I cannot trust you. <laughs> I can't. I don't trust me. It's not Travis. I don't want to pour it all over his head. But they're they're issuing higher security for these movies. They're saying that they need heightened security. Because this movie may incite people to do Joker type things, like uh, the Aurora shooting. Well, yeah, and, and they 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 say that because the Joker is a character in Batman, and it was during a screening of Batman movie that 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 happened. But that movie had Bane in it. It didn't have Joker in it. But the guy was in love with the Heath Ledger Joker character, and. Uh, so they're hiding security for this. But I think that when you announce stuff like that, it only gets people to do stupid shit. Yes, so, I agree with you. So. You know, I have a friend that was at the Aurora Theater that night, got shot by the guy twice. I'm not going to mention who, I'm not going to say his name, because he literally, I have so much respect for him. Um, he uh, doesn't post anything on Facebook about it and goes to the movies all the time still. Literally, like it's like I'm, I'm. I messaged him one time. I said, "Do you go to do anything else but go to the movies?" Like, ever since then, and he, we were having a con- we hadn't talked in in a while, and uh, we started talking on Facebook, and I said, "Oh, you don't live in the where you used to live." I just don't want to say anything because right, right. he really likes to keep it quiet, yeah. which is what I respect. Sure, he doesn't yeah. try to draw attention to himself. Like, hey, look what happened to me. Didn't go on the news and be like, hey, nothing. if anybody wants to send me a check. You wouldn't or... know. When the trial was happening, he posted nothing. Wow. And I said, I said, oh, you don't live there anymore? And he's like, no, no, my... My uh, my dad wanted me to move to Colorado because of how dangerous it was oh, cool. in Indiana. He goes, and then I end up going in a movie theater and getting shot. Twice. And I went, what? And then he told me oh, a little bit. And so literally, because I don't believe anybody immediately, as he's telling me the story, I'm Googling his first name, and it literally comes up his first name, his last name, Colorado Shooting. Wow. 
So I watched the video of him walking out of the theater and then collapsing and the police picking him up. And I saw interviews with his dad and uh, yeah, that was pretty, pretty intense, pretty intense. But the guy's, uh, I think he's a, he's a beast. Yeah. Just, just, the, I love the fact that, cause I think about like somebody in my family, if that had happened to this particular person, they would post every minute that it happened to them years and years later because that's how they are. He yeah. wants, he even said to me, he's like, hey, don't go telling a whole bunch of people this because I really don't want everybody knowing it. I'm like, I understand. Yeah, don't yeah. say nothing, Mom. No, but the, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's scary. But, and, but I think, and that's I'm what Gail. makes this movie, <laughs> there she is. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what makes the, Stuff you know where they they'll, they'll take the movie and they'll add those elements mm-hmm. of realism to yeah. it you know and mm-hmm. I think that's what makes people like these movies so much is when you take that that comic book you know you take out the comic and you ground it in real life and you know whether you know you're Iron Man you know and Iron Man shows this guy who he he's a genius and he mm-hmm. makes the suit of armor and it could happen and then you take somebody that's on the flip side you right. know this guy is evil. Or society, from the trailers, it looks like society has made this guy who wanted to be a good guy, but he had... Yeah, yeah. You know, he wanted to be a community. Yeah, that's but... That's all he wanted. Right. You take a bad turn of luck, and, you know, everything goes wrong, and you can become a villain just as easy. Well, what I think is interesting, too, is that Heath Ledger had to go in a hotel room for, like, a couple of weeks just yeah, to get yeah. that wacky... They didn't have to worry about that with Joaquin. Yeah. He was already there. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to do any... Uh, Research to get crazy. Yeah, it was typecasting. Yeah, he was. Yeah, it's like, oh well, Joaquin Phoenix. When I saw that he was playing the Joker, my first thought was perfect. Yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. I can't even think of anybody that would have been better. It just off the top of my head, you know. But well, like I was wondering, I'm like, do we really like? I'm a comic book guy, and I'm like, do we need another Joker movie? And then like Travis said, like. I can't believe I'm I'm so anticipating this thing. So. Was it was, did he have a lot to do with it? Like when you saw that it was him or like when you saw Joaquin Phoenix was playing the Joker when, or was it, it, When I heard they were just going to make a Joker movie, I was like, "Why?" Like yeah. we just we just had, we just like, had a, we've had the best Joker ever. ever. Yeah. 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 But we said the same thing with Jack Nicholson. You know, when Jack Nicholson played Joker, you're like, "Well, nobody can compare to that." And then he, they said Heath Ledger and I'm like, "Oh, what's Heath Ledger?" I thought do? the same thing. I was like, "What?" Brokeback Mountain, and the moment the moment he came on and shoved a pencil through that guy's dome, I was like, I was in. Oh. I was so, I was like, You're like, oh, he's so, he's really ki- a killer. Yes, oh, yes, okay, it was so good. It was so good that first introduction, and so, and then you're like, well, do we really need another Joker movie? And especially, I'm like, Joaquin Phoenix, and you know, the guy from Gladiator, <laughs> Johnny Cash with a lisp, and then. Uh, and, <laughs> and then he comes out and he's, it's magnificent. You know, he was really good at walking. He was. He's, he's, uh, really he's doing his own his own Joker take. He's yeah. not trying the Heath Ledger. You know that Jared yeah. Leto. Well, was you know what? Oh, sorry. Jared Leto in the Suicide Squad. It's like he was trying to do it like a Heath Ledger impersonation. See, I would have right. liked to have seen Heath Ledger do a Cesar Romero impersonation. You know, though, I, I think that's smart on Joaquin Phoenix's part. because yeah, taking his own thing. Yeah, well, because I think you could say, you know, because he started here, he became Heath Ledger. Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense for Joaquin to 
act like him now because yeah. you don't get that psycho right away. Right. It generally you gradually it become builds. like that, yeah. and so for him to be in like the the beginning stages of it makes and more sense. I think he is going to do so good in this part that he they're going to say I think he'll, get, he'll win an Oscar. They're going to say he Could. is the Joker and so he's going to be a Joker in future Batman movies. I really think that. Oh, I hope so. Well, he would beat the crap out of a Robert Pattinson Batman yeah. so that <laughs> that'd be the best part about it. Like now I'm interested well, in seeing a new Batman movie. Of course we did talk <laughs> we talked about Joaquin Phoenix being the Joker. Our number two choice though is Kristen Stewart. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh that's right, yes. Kristen yeah. Stewart. Right. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. That was so great. That was funny. That was so great. But you know, this uh because he because the Joker movie's coming out in October, I guarantee you you're going to see a million Joker costumes by Halloween. Oh yeah. You know, Halloween's gonna be Oh yeah, be that'll huge. be the new uh That'll be the new one. So you guys are going to do a video, right? Yeah. We're you gonna, guys are going to the show? Yes. yes. Yeah. We're going to go see the movie, and we're going to do a, uh, a video of us uh, talking a little bit about it, and mm-hmm. then we'll uh, follow that up with, uh, we'll talk Following about it here on Morning Woodruff. On Morning Woodruff. And we're going to be doing some Halloween stuff next week. Oh, okay, cool. We're going to do a, uh, we're going to do a walkthrough of the house. Because uh, house... you decorate the house yes, for the, yes, Halloween, the, the yes. annual Halloween party. That's right. The annual Halloween party is coming up, and the house is fully decorated, fully decorated inside, uh, not outside, but that'll be a different video. But we're going to show an entire walkthrough, and then I'll be pointing out some of the points of interest and showing you some behind-the-scenes stories of some of the uh, different... Uh, I don't know decorations that we have right around, and then the so. DIY stuff. Yeah, a little do-it-yourself. Yeah, which absolutely. I think would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll be good. It'll be fun. No, that so. would be fun. And, and all morning Woodruff fans are invited. Just don't get here before nine. That's right. That's right. The there's fun doesn't a, start. There's a nine. guard here who will give you a really mean look. He's pretty stringent. You show up before and nine. My guard is called Lonnie. That's right. Yes. But uh, you follow us on Facebook, Morning Woodruff, and we'll see you next time. You have a good day, folks. Enjoy your coffee. Yes.